When planning the road to success, there are a few steps to keep in mind. Identifying and solving the cause, facing and embracing change, goal setting, and being accountable. We'll talk about this today on Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. New and healthier habits lead to prosperity in all areas of your life and business. Now, here's your host, Chris Salem. Well, welcome to Sustainable Success. Hope everyone's having a great week. It's been a wild week, too, if, if, if I have to say. I mean, with all this coronavirus stuff going on, I don't know about you, but I actually was at an event yesterday, and the event was on. Uh, it seemed like everyone business was as usual, but obviously people taking precautions. So again, we want to make sure everyone's keeping safe and sure, again, making decisions that are best for you. But again, we hope that uh, this thing, can, we can get through this and we can get back to our usual business and doing what we do the sustainable success way. If you're new to sustainable success, again, you can uh, you found us here at the Voice America Influencers Channel, but you could also find us at, uh, at Facebook at Sustainable Success 2017. That's Sustainable Success 2017. There you'll find many of our great guests that we've had on that sharing their words of wisdom that will help take your business to another level, but also your personal life. Today's show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action and a 501c3 organization dedicated to strengthening the father-son bonding process. They're also working with families to create interdependent family structures that lead to children growing up to be adults with higher levels of self-confidence, thus leading to interdependent communities and interdependent business. Again, check them out if you'd like to contribute or be part of the movement, go to efamovement.org. And again, this is a collaboration among many entities and people like yourself to make a difference in the world. Uh, Today's show, we're going to be talking about work the future today. And we have a great guest today, a friend of mine, Whitney Vosberg. Whitney and I are both members of the EBC, which stands for Evolutionary Business Council. And before I introduce Whitney, and he's going to provide a wealth of wisdom today. I'll give you a little background about him. Whitney has had a world of experience having lived, studied, and worked all over Europe, Asia, and America, and brings this all together both in his consulting, writing, speaking, and workshops. He is the co-author of two best-selling books, Work the Future Today, on how to search for and share your unique gift. As an interim Fortune 20 chief marketing officer, he has guided over $20 billion in wealth creation. His expertise has been featured in four books on the future of work, including a bestseller by Dan Pink. Whitney's work is featured in numerous media outlets, including ABC, BBC, Newsweek, Time, and the Wall Street Journal. His next book is coming out soon, Turning Gray into Great, which is about people getting bolder, not just older, And again, coming out, and we're going to find out more about this spring of 2020. So we want to make sure you're going to be able to get your hands on this book when it comes out. And without further ado, we welcome Whitney Vosberg to the show. Whitney, how are you doing today? I couldn't be better, thank you. Great. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. I'm so happy to uh, have you. I mean, you know, last time we saw each other was at EBC in January. and That's right. You know. And it was a great event. I mean, it's so, you know, it was very intimate, you know, not, you know, it's so much the quantity, but just the quality of people that were yeah. there just was amazing. So I wanted to get into, you know, working the future today. You know, there's so many people out there that have a gift, but either one don't tap into it or either don't know how to use it in a way that can not only add value, but they can monetize it. What would you say, you know, are some of the things that, you know, might be blocking people from, you know, you know, getting getting in tune with this and doing something productive? Well, it's a it's an internal process, a journey, and then you have to uh, make it an external journey to go out into the world. First, you have to move from your head, the home of your why, your intellect. Uh, and this is particularly hard for men to travel that longest distance to 18 inches from head to heart, uh, you know, from our home of our why to the home of our who and where, you know, the, the seat of our emotional intelligence. So you're going from intellectual intelligence to emotional intelligence. You're going from your why to your who and where in terms of your why is what is my unique gift that I'm here to share with the world? Yeah. 
And then, uh, going from why to who and where, who would most benefit from it? And where do I find them? You know, where, what is my community of stakeholders? And then moving from uh, there uh, down to another 18 inches to your, what I call your, your hearth, which is your gut. You know, we've all heard of gut, gut, yeah. <clears throat> gut decisions, gut intelligence. It's also known as intuition, wisdom, and uh, that is our ultimate link to uh, the universe that we're a part of. And that's why we have an umbilical cord there, not elsewhere. That's a good point there. Yeah, when you think about that, that is that is the connection, right? I mean, that's where yeah. we started. Yeah. and Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is the literal uh, as well as metaphorical link to life beyond us. So it, by visiting uh, each place and moving towards integrating that, uh, three forms of intelligence, and it's no accident that we have brain tissue in our brain, our heart, and our gut, is to align and integrate our three intelligences so that we become that much more powerful and going out into the world, again, starting with your head, your why, your heart, your who and where, but this time moving out into the world through your hands, which is the home of your how. How do I best share my unique gift with those who most benefit from it? And here's the kicker. In order to give your gift, giving is not enough. It has to be received. Yes. So it's, it's a two-way uh, flow. It, it's giving and receiving. And not only does it have to be received, but it has to be desired, valued, wanted. Because you don't get a maximum benefit out of it unless you really need it and want it. That's this is so why true. it's so important to, to find no. those who would most benefit from your unique gift. And often, your unique gift from, come, can come from, and often does, from your graded woundedness. So whatever marked you as a child, and we're all marked in one way or another, often we can turn our greatest weakness and woundedness into our superpower because when we share our gift that comes from out of that, others who have shared, who have experienced something similar will know that you've been there and done that. You understand, you know, you're one of the tribe. It's almost like again they can relate. To, they can relate to you with that. Exactly. No, it's so true. And you talked about the giving and receiving, and and so important. So when you're able to give that gift that you have, and to those that can receive, would it would it be safe to say that there that again, you're not going to be everything for everyone. But no. Knowing if but if you know yourself, you're able to align maybe perhaps those values and principles to say an audience that could relate to that and then you can relate to them where you can have that common connection to give that value. Would that, would that be safe to say? Uh, yes, it is. The, the one uh, addition I would make to that is that it's not so much an audience um, yep. in that it, it's not well, a like captive people, audience. People, it, yeah. yeah it's, it's more uh, people that you are in relationship to because you can relate to one another. You have been through common experiences. It just so happens that you have uh, evolved to the point where you can turn it inside out, take your, your worst woundedness, and turn it into a gift to others who will most value it. That's great. And, and the thing is, like, you know, when we talk about this, like for, let's say, I want to talk it both from a personal and business perspective. Sure. You know, and what would be... The first thing, if when, when people are embarking on this journey to really hone in on that gift and how they could really, number one, add value to others and impact others to do the same for themselves, would it would it start with you know first personal and then business? Uh, then yes, just, uh, it, it, it always starts uh, personal. Yeah, uh, it, it you know in 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 any form of life, it's always personal before. Uh, you know, it becomes it's personal, then it's relational, 
And then if things go well, it becomes transactional in that order. Got it. And that would safe to say, because, you know, here at Sustainable Success, we're, you know, we're, we're strong advocates of, you know, anything that happens in your personal life affects your business. What happens in your business affects your personal life. Life and business yes. are one. So you That's just right. made a great point there. Like, you know, obviously, if you're not addressing this personally, then how can this then relate on a business level? Like, again, you, you have to relate to people personally. You got to relate to yourself, to others and again, in business, then, you know, where are those people in the areas that you serve and how you can serve that from a business perspective? That makes sense. Um, so when we talk about, you know, working the future today, it's, you know, I guess, you know, from the title, it's saying that if we're going to create that future that we, from our gift, it's what we're doing today. Would that be like, again, could you talk a little bit about that process of what that means today? Would that be in the present moment, that type of thing? And, you know, is there a certain process methodology? Well, just generally, uh, the future happens now and now and now. It's a, it's a long series of nows. Got so it. it's always happening just now and then just now and just now because all we ever have is this present moment. And if you don't know what you want in the future, you can't create it. So if you're not creating the future you want, then you won't get it. And on the flip side, life will create a future for you you probably won't like or want. So either you're proactive or you're going to be reactive. Yeah. Yeah. And and we live in a society, I mean, I would just say worldwide, it's a reactive situation instead of being proactive. You know, what are some things that people could do while they're going through this process, you know, to find their, you know, not that, that they're finding their gift. They probably may even have some, you know, they kind of have an idea, but just how to really hone it in a way that could impact others positively and then also, you know, could turn that into a business. But what would be some of the things that people could do to be more proactive you know, in this process? It's been said uh, thousands of times before, and the reason why is because it's true. It's about slowing down and getting intimate with oneself, deepening relationship with oneself to get to know oneself. Because, you know, we have the chattering monkeys of our ego mind. We have the yearnings of our heart, uh, you know, from thoughts and feelings. But, you know, our real wisdom uh, is is in our gut. So it's to develop a higher form of intelligence and and access to it on a regular basis. And and the the murmurings of our uh, core uh, is, is quiet and is subtle. And we have to turn down the volume so we can hear it. And so by slowing down and spending more quality time by oneself through meditation, through taking a walk in nature, by gardening, getting out of our heads and into our bodies and into our spirits, are we to access the, our higher forms of intelligence, which is the seat of and source of our gift to others. Yeah, I mean, I would say that again, you know, you know, we we always have to do our part, you know, that's within our control. But there's there's going to be things that are beyond our control, which obviously that would be, in this case, the universe or whatever how you want to call it, whatever that means to you, and and trusting that. So saying that, you know, from the gut, because that is where the connection is with your your you know the source, that we need to trust that. You know, we have to believe in that. And even though we don't maybe have all the evidence or the facts or the trends or stats, whatever the case may be, that we have to be able to trust that. Yes, uh, trust it in the sense that the, the highest form of intelligence and power in the universe is love. And the opposite of that is fear. Right now we're having, uh, yes, we're having an epidemic uh, of a flu-like virus, but what uh, is is much more powerful at the moment is this fear virus of what might happen. 
So it, it's, you know, uh, get the facts, develop a strong intuition, a, a feel for what is true for you. Don't just rely on the fear factory um, that our media has turned out to be. That's true. I mean, like I said, I mean, a lot of people are just being influenced or persuaded by the media. And again, you know, I don't, we don't have to go into all those details about, no. you know, what people's opinions are on that. But mm-hmm. knowing that, again, that, you know, we don't have to, we can, we can take that information and process it to wherever, how we want to do it. But just knowing that, you know, that we can't live and operate in fear entirely. We have to be able to, you know, take precautions where necessary, but yet still go out there and follow our gut and do what, what we're supposed to do with, with those gifts. Yes. Got it. Got it. Well, we have a, we have a, 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 about less than a couple minutes to our first break, Winnie, and I, I really enjoy what we're talking about. This is an area that really is so important, and I'm t- I know we're going to get into more detail here mm-hmm. after the break, but I just wanted to kind of summarize again before we go to break. Again, sure. for those that are listening or just joined, and again, people will be listening to this show on demand later today as well. Right. Just in summary, what can people do like right now, what you talked about earlier, just a, a quick summary of how can they you know, you know, tap into that unique gift and, and begin that process again to you know, put it to use, to have impact? Sure. S- slowing down, going silent, spending quality time with oneself. Even if you can block out five minutes a day or one hour a week, make it a regular habit as, a, as going on a date with yourself to get yourself, to get to know yourself better. This is particularly important for men. For example, there are all too many men who, when they retire, they die because they lose their identity because they've lost their job or career. Wow. Yeah, it's so true. And I, you know, I can personally vouch for this because I have, you know, was one that operated the opposite way many years ago and how mm-hmm. it took me a while to really trust, trust my gut and, and really be, begin to trust the process that w- the path that I was on, even though it might be rough and challenging, was mm-hmm. the path that I was supposed to be on and that everything would work out, you know, in the end. And it has. But nonetheless, you know, that, that fear, but not allowing that fear to stop you. And we'll, we'll I guess we could talk more about that when we come up to break, because uh, we have to sure. break. Again, we're listening to Whitney uh, Vosberg, Work the Future Today. Again, uh, you know, uh, Whitney is sharing a, a, some incredible information here. We got more to come, and we'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects. Surrounding yourself with family and loved ones. Nurturing your spirituality. Maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness. And being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about eliminating limited beliefs or unblocking mindset barriers for entrepreneurs, sales professionals, business leaders, and professional athletes to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of resolving the root cause to the problem. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the problem but do not address the root cause to it. You now have the opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consultation calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. 
Well, welcome back again. We're here with Whitney Vosberg again. We're talking about Work the Future today. Uh, If you're just joining us again, you can listen to this show in its entirety later today here at the Voice American Influencers Channel. Also on our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. Again, we're uh, getting some great information here on really how to really tap into your unique gift and how you could share that with the world, whether if it's just something personal, you know, in business or both. Again, this is really up to you, you know, the sustainable success listeners, what that means to you. So, Whitney, when we get into, we had talked a little bit about the process of, you know, tapping into your unique gift and the impact that, Mm -hmm. you know, you can perfect to, you know, not only add value, but also it also, you can monetize that in a business. So, talk about the importance of the process where habits and disciplines play an important role. Well, they are at, at some certain level uh, everything because if you um, cannot do something repeatedly in a similar fashion, then you don't have a business because the point of a business is to deliver a similar experience over and over and over again, uh, certainly at the quality level. Yeah. And so it is so important to develop a positive, self-nurturing habits that support us in becoming an ever greater expression of our highest selves. In other words, sharing our unique gift with those who most benefit from it uh, as efficiently and effectively as possible so that you're sharing your love, you're bringing joy into the world, and you are making other people's lives significantly better because they really value desire, and want your unique gift, whether it's personally or in in community or in business. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I I think like you said, and and please expand on this, like when, you know, that, you know, when you're out there creating awareness and you're connecting with people that can relate to your unique gift, your concept, what that means to them, what's compelling to them. It's those habits and disciplines that are that certain things that you're doing each and every day, either directly or indirectly, that are going to keep you focused on developing your gift or focusing on your strengths that continue to deliver that impact. Talk a little bit about like why, you know, again, you know, that's the habits and disciplines again, but why the again, that consistency has to be it has to be consistent. Talk about why that's so important. Yeah, well, you know, in order to work the future today, to create the future you want, not to get the future randomly that you don't want, it's doing what needs to be done now and now and now, today and tomorrow and the day after and next week, next month, next year, is to take care of ourselves, nurture ourselves, search for, and then share in ever more powerful ways, our unique gift that is the reason why we're here on this earth, either personally or communally or organizationally. It's, it's that we are creatures of habit. So either we're developing good habits or bad habits. The bad habit is either something that prevents us from sharing our unique gift as well as we could, or we're not taking care of ourselves or we're developing bad habits. A good habit is helps us do good, to be good at what we do, to mm. bring joy, pleasure, and other positive things to other people's lives. You made a great point so what, about either. Uh, go ahead. Well, I just think either we're growing through good habits or we're shrinking through bad habits. Yeah, it's one way or the other. And you made a great point about like how those habits and disciplines, they're like not only the foundation, but like glue that keeps you focused on track with that, you know, with that gift and what that value and and what is compelling to the people that you're serving. You know, um, you know, we live in a, you know, again, there's a, we live in a world where there's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of shiny object syndrome. There's a lot of times people will go and end up saying, well, so-and-so does it this way. So if they do it that way, that means if I do it exactly the same way, then I'm going to be successful. And then when they don't 
when they're not successful, they, they throw their hands in the air and, and they're like, what's going on? I thought if it worked for him or her, why didn't it work for me? Talk about like, you no, know, it's not like all, all one, you know, like it, like one size fits all. It, it, the, everything is, is it, all, those answers are inside. Would that be safe to say, you, you mean, it's okay to tap into people that are having success, but just doing it verbatim, what they do doesn't necessarily mean that's going to align with you and work for you mm-hmm. with your gift. Would that be safe to say? What? Yes, it is, Christopher. One size fits one person. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. It's, it, it's, and this is why it's, it's it's sharing your unique gift. Yep. It means that no one else has ever been like you, is like you, or ever will be like you. We are all you truly unique, which interestingly makes us all the same. But our uniqueness is based on a combination of experiences, influences, memories, events, and many other factors. But it makes us unique, which means our, unique, our gift is unique. Uh, so that you can't copy other people because their, you, their purpose, their gift is unique as well. You can be inspired by them. You can learn from them. But there's no point in copying them because it will, uh, it will fail automatically. Mm. What would you say, you know, uh, Whitney, like let's say, for instance, somebody has tapped into their gift. But for some reason, they've been led to believe, whether if it's from their upbringing or people they hang around with, that, hey, yeah, I know you, you like that or you're good at that, but you're never going to make money doing that. So why are you wasting your time? You know, I've seen that well, so many times. As a matter of fact, it personally happened to me <laughs> back in the day with my father, so I could relate to it. But talk about that and in, in, in why you shouldn't allow, you know, certain people that have an influence or that are important to you distract you from your Yeah, thoughts. and, you know, I, I do have to say that uh, your unique gift could, by, sh- you know, effectively and efficiently sharing your unique gift with those who most benefit from it, might make you millions or billions, but it also might not make you a cent. The, 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 the point is that by bringing joy to other people's lives, you will also give it to yourself. So uh, what I learned from a, uh, my first and only life coach over 20 years ago was this. There's, people have a track A and a track B. Track A is what they love to do. Track B is what they must do in order to pay the bills. Sometimes track A and B get merged. And, and lucky uh, those people who, who uh, have a merged track. Most people don't. So it's, it's fine what you love to do, you know, the gift that you have to give, and find something that you like to do as best you can you know, in terms of, you know, your, your track A is having a life. The second track B is having a livelihood. Occasionally you get to merge them. But the, the, the important thing is you have to nourish and feed the soul as well as the body. Th- that's a good point. Like, you know, you talk about nourish the soul and the body. So, you know, a lot of times we've talked about the eight pillars of wellness here on sustainable success. Like those, mm-hmm. That's, a, you know, like emotional wellness, physical wellness, spiritual wellness, yeah. financial, social, and so on and so on. So talk about like that, like why, like, you know, you're never going to have perfection in those areas, but you could strive for harmony, right? And so talk a little bit about why that's so important that we... We keep those in check because, like you said, I mean, if you're spiritually out of line, that could affect you emotionally and physically and, and then all the way around. If, if, you know, it could be emotionally yeah. unbalanced and it, and it affects you spiritually and physically, too. Talk yeah, about the it, importance it, of that. Yeah, well, in a simplified uh, fashion, uh, humans are like a three-legged stool. So we have head, heart, and gut uh, internally. Externally, we have the head, the heart, and the hands. You know, our why, our who, and our how. Yep. It's, uh, you know, so, you know, one is our why. That is our intellectual reason why we're all here on earth. And it's not to make a living. It's to have a life. The second Good one point. is our heart. It's, you know, our home of our feelings. It's 
finding our community, you know, our sense of place, where we belong. And, and that it, there is a physical aspect to that, but far more importantly, it's a relational um, aspect that is most important. And then the third leg of the stool is the how. How are we in relationship to others through being of service by sharing our unique gift, as well as other things that are not unique. It's always a combination. Mm. No, it's so true. So true. I, I, I love everything you're talking about because these are all so important. And again, getting back to the consistency thing, I mean, again, this is something you don't, I guess you don't do once in a while. You have to, you got you to gotta put some emphasis into it, like, or block out time to address these areas, like have certain times. Yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, it's like a muscle, you know, you, you lose it or you lose it. So getting in that, let, let's say, for instance, you know, you got somebody that's tapped into their, you know, finally is really honed in on their gift, that they're mm-hmm. showing progress, they're, they're making some impact, but now they're looking to take it to another level. And obviously we talked about habits and disciplines as a foundation, the consistency factor, you know, being, being a part. Let's talk about, again, you know, maybe having a plan or a strategy or a roadmap, so to speak whatever you want to call it, and why that is so important to keep us consistent and focused on where we are and where we're going. Just like you said, work, work, work the future today. So you, you know, talk about the plan aspect of it, the strategy. Yes, the road. Uh, you know, we could talk about that for a long time. I would start with saying most importantly is to have your purpose, your why, based on your unique gift that you're here to share with others as your North Star. So you take a look where you came from, where you are, where's your North Star, what direction do you want to go in, working backwards, what steps do I need to take in order to move forward into the future I wish to create for myself and others. So it's having your North Star of purpose so that no matter where you are, wherever you're going, you, you always have your North Star to use as a reference to, to guide you, to uh, make course corrections. That's and true. You I mean, plan out of, you know, out, out of, uh, through working backwards uh, through a series of milestones, of markers, saying, okay, so in order to, as any complex um, system or... Uh, machination or, or what have you, uh, any, anything complex is always a series of simpler things when you break it down. So you always have to say, all right, I want to create this. Now I'm going to break it into 10 that's. So in order, and I'm going to put them into rough order so that I know that when I hit one, two, three, and four, I'm making progress. I'm moving forward in the right direction. And I look up at my North Star, which acts as a filter for everything I do and I don't, since we're the sum of our choices of, of what we choose to do or not to do, is to move in a direction we think is worth moving and doing course correction along the way. Because, you know, success is not a straight line. It is, at best, a zigzag. It's usually lines that are going back and forth and overlapping and backwards. And, but over time... The mean, the average, is moving forward and roughly in the direction you want to move in. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of infographics. Like, I mean, you can go on, you know, online and find infographics that will show success and all these crazy lines that are, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Squiggly, well, like squiggly things, but they're going up. But they're going up. That's right. <laughs> that's the whole point. Is that over time, the average is going up in the right direction. And, and there, I guess it comes back to what we talked about earlier. You know, again, we, we talked about habits, disciplines, consistency, what you yep. talked about. But you talked about a process, you know, that, you know, and again, it's the gut is like it's like the driver. And, you know, if you trust your gut, you can trust the process, no matter if those lines are squiggly and they may go down and then they go up. And they Very go down important like the, point. Like the right. stock market. <laughs> yep. 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 They, yep. It's like they're going now. Um but nonetheless, that it all in the end, it always works out. So it, you know, I always say, and let me, I like to get your viewpoint on this. And we have like, a, you know, we have a couple minutes left uh, sure. to the next break, but we'll, we could always follow up, elaborate after too. 
Yep. I like to get your thing, like when people are going through setbacks and challenges, let's say they've had some mm-hmm. success, they're heading in the right, but then they have like a pullback. And I always like to say that's part of the process, that there's always opportunities and blessings disguised in those challenges that when you go through them, you'll even get farther ahead. Talk about that from your perspective. I like to get some input because I think the audience would love to hear that because I, they've heard that uh, every now and then with uh, from me on the show, but I'd love to hear your perspective because it could really drive this home. Yeah, well, as you mentioned, Christopher, um, uh, like you, when I was younger, I didn't listen to my gut, and it got me into trouble, big trouble, every time. So it wasn't until my mid to early, mid to late 30s that I started trusting my gut. And now I, I trust it uh, implicitly over my heart and my head combined. Uh, it, it's having trust, it, knowing yourself well enough that you trust yourself so that you can rely on your intuition, which is the highest form of, you know, it's the source of your wisdom. Uh, it's, it's what lies beyond our monkey brain, our lizard brain, uh, so that we, uh, uh, life is, is a whole series of curveballs, which is why it makes it so important to have a plan, uh, a path, a life path based, guided by your North Star of purpose so that when these continuous curveballs yep. come up, you know how to, you know what to do with them. You know what to do with them. Exactly. And you can either, you know, yep. uh, hit it and, and, and make it into a home run with all bases loaded or you can just say, eh, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to even bother to swing. Absolutely. we got to go to break, Whitney, but I want to finish up on that because this is so important. Again, you're listening to Whitney Vosberg. Again, he, it, we are talking about Work the Future today. This is one of the two, two best-selling books that he uh, co-authored. We're going to also learn about his new book as well when we come back. And again, those that are, have joined us halfway through the show, again, you can listen to this show in its entirety again here at Voice America Influencers Channel and, of course, at our Facebook page at Sustainable Success 2017. We'll be right back after the break. What is balance? It's being true to your purpose and not being distracted by shiny objects, surrounding yourself with family and loved ones, nurturing your spirituality, maintaining a healthy balance of emotional and physical wellness, and being present in the moment. Chris Salem creates awareness about unblocking mindset barriers for sales professionals, business leaders, entrepreneurs, and all types of people to have sustainable success at the next level. The solution evolves out of the problem or challenge. The issue is that many people and businesses manage the effect but do not address the root cause. You now have an opportunity to live your life and operate your business in the solution rather than the effect of your challenges. Schedule a time to chat about your goals and the person you desire to be by going to ChristopherSalem.com. We have group consulting calls, one-on-one, and other programs to assist you. It will be the best thing you do for yourself to see how sustainable success is possible for you in your life and business. Join us at the next level. Visit ChristopherSalem.com. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to Sustainable Success with Chris Salem. Call into our program today at 1-866-472-5795. Again, that's 1-866-472-5795. Or send an email to Chris at ChristopherSalem.com. Now, back to Sustainable Success. Well, welcome back. Again, we're here with Whitney Vosberg. Uh, We're talking about Work the Future today. Again, uh, this show is being brought to you by Empowered Fathers in Action, or EFA Movement. Again, you can check them out at efamovement.org. That's efamovement.org. If you are a dad or just, you know, a, a human being that wants to give back and help you know, other families to kind of shift from codependent to interdependent uh, family structures and you want to leverage your expertise, you know, join the movement, join, come and join and help make a difference in some family's life so that the children in that family can grow to break those patterns of dysfunction. Again, check them out at efamovement.org. 
So, you know, Whitney, getting back to where we left off, we had spent a lot of time on the process, you know, the foundation and, you know, all the different things that, you know, we could, you know, establish consistency and tapping into our unique gifts that you had talked about work the future today. Let's talk about, you know, the quest of meaning and purpose with one's gift. Yes, it uh, makes the difference between an ordinary life and extraordinary life. Wow, you're tapping into my talk yesterday. I love it. Extraordinary thinking creates extraordinary leaders. Love it. Go ahead. That's right. Well, it's just that uh, if we live a life unexamined, we are just on autopilot. And that means that we're not open to the more profound things that life uh, has to offer. And by searching for meaning, purpose, a sense of being just more than a speck of biology on a speck of a small planet is knowing that we are part of something much greater and that we're all interrelated and interdependent, yet we are all unique. And our uniqueness comes from our unique quest for meaning and purpose. And I, I have found that it's often best crystallized by our uh, search for and the sharing of our unique gift, which is a combination of a number of things that have made us uniquely who we are in this time. And it's by going out of ourselves into the world to find those who will most benefit from our unique gift. Because uh, as we discussed earlier, Giving is just one part of the equation. The other part is receiving. And it's not just receiving automatically or blankly. It's being received with enthusiasm, with a great need, a desire, because they know that there's a maximum benefit from receiving your gift, not anyone else's, your gift. And there's the recognition that they're in relationship there, we can relate to one another because we have a common experience, a deep, life-defining experience, which makes us who we are. And by tapping into that, uh, we turn uh, something that might have been a peak experience, but not necessarily of the kind that we <laughs> care to repeat. But by turning that inside out, turning it into our superpower, we then become powerful by sharing our gift with those who most need it and want it. And so we complete the circle, the virtuous circle of life. I think, it, well, like it said, it gets, it gets back to you were talking about before the giving and receiving, right? It, it, yes. It's like a, it's kind of like a circle, but like a boomerang, right? You, you put, you throw something out there you, you, maybe you're not expect you're not expecting you know where you threw it, but, but yet it, you, you it comes back and you receive it from wherever it comes back from. You know it can well, sometimes it doesn't have to be from the source that you gave to. And, exactly, and and you might not even recognize it. Yeah, yeah. But but it will always come back to you. Yeah, and that's a hard thing, I guess. A lot of times people can you know because they feel there's always a you know there's that expectation and. And when they have an expectation, a lot of times if it goes unfulfilled, you know, they block themselves. So it's like, you know, when you give freely, it's not like you're giving to give and someone to take advantage of it. But you give without that expectation, you know, and knowing that, you know, in due time, when, you know, that it will come back from wherever, you know. And, yes. And it, 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 you know, as, as it is said, giving is the gift that keeps on giving. So even if it's not received in the way that you thought it would be ideally received it can be received in many different ways and there are and uh, over time you will get um personal satisfaction uh a sense of of generosity of um becoming a, a bigger self or having uh, acted upon your impulse and your intuition to um develop yourself to, to the point where you can share your gift it's powerful stuff. It is like, like you said, like 
I, I, I could, when I'm speaking from my experience, I mean, I love to speak and I, you know, it's just something that, you know, it's, mm-hmm. I guess it's my unique gift, I guess, in a way and, or the way I, I do it. And, and it, yeah, yes. Do I get paid for it? Sure. But I do, I don't do it just to get paid. I do it cause I love it. And so a lot of times, like what you just said, you're just, you're giving, you're just giving, you're giving that, that you're giving of yourself, you're sharing your story, you're connecting, you're relating. And it, you know, so even if, if something, you know, that somebody else, the audience or the organizer gets more out of you than what you got back, that's fine. But knowing that, it, that it, like you said, it comes back again from somewhere else and a lot of times far better than you even imagined, you know, if you know, if you don't put restrictions or limitations on yourself and be open to that. So talk a little bit about, again, be learning, you know, on the receiving end, how to be aware and open because you had made a point like sometimes we, we don't even see it it's like it like it could be right there in front of you and you're in you but yet you're so fixated on something else that you you could completely bypass or overlook it well that that's why it's so important to as much as we uh make a plan and, and a strategy and a, and a map and a, and a path forward it's also important to uh, be open to possibility uh, to embrace change because you never know what's going to come from where. And, and if you're more open, you're more likely to recognize things for what they are, even though they might seem very unfamiliar on the surface. Well, like I said, it gets back to what, we, what you had talked about earlier. You know, you really got to trust your gut, you know, and, yes. and it, it's so true. Like I said, it took me a long time to figure it out, but once I did, you know, I never looked back. And even mm-hmm. when... You know, even where sometimes the, all the in, intellectual intelligence may be saying to do otherwise, mm-hmm. you're, you know, it's that EQ or the LQ, whatever, you know, it could be any combination of telling you the other way and, you know, yep. which way do you go? And, mm-hmm. and I, you know, you go, you go the EQ way, you know, that's your gut's telling you something and it's not going to lead you wrong. So, mm-hmm. so important. I love it. I want to talk a little bit about uh, the the new book uh, coming out in spring of 2020. I mean, we're right; it's right around the corner. And you know, I and, and we were talking during the break. You know, you it kind of takes similar concepts from work the future today, but it's really geared towards uh, you know the the um, I guess you know it could be the Gen X baby boomer generation, so to speak. So yeah. talk a little bit about the book, you know, and what are some of the things that you're really emphasizing that people could really, you know, receive value, especially for those that really, you know, f- align with that generation types. Yeah, it's uh, the book is called Turning Gray into Great, Getting Bolder, Not Just Older. So the sense is that we don't have to go gray and go quiet. We don't have to get old and boring. On the contrary, if we're reasonably healthy at 50, we could live 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 plus more years, much of it in in, in, uh, good health. So we have time and energy and focus. And what might or might not have satisfied us in our first adulthood from age 20 to 50, marriage, mortgage, kids, career, or not. Our, our priorities, our needs change uh, once we merge out of uh, our 40s and into our 50s and beyond. So those of us who are in our 60s and 70s started a revolution back in the 60s and 70s, but now we need to finish it because... The world needs our accumulated life experience and long-term perspective. The older are are the living link to the future. I'm sorry, to the past. It's the young who are living link to the future. So we need to get together with younger people in a two-way flow of mentoring one another sharing our, our gifts, our unique gifts with one another so that we can come together to make a difference. Because if you, don't, if you can't embrace differences, you can't make a difference. So in order to start addressing the local, regional, national, international 
overlapping crises that we face today and tomorrow and long into the future, what used to work no longer does and certainly will not in the future. So we have to try new things, think new ways of being better together. Wow, that's powerful. I, I, I so agree with you on this. And I think that, you know, uh, you know, uh, this, you know, the, the baby boomer population, the Gen X population, I mean, there's gonna be so many of us out there and we have so we have such, you know, wisdom to share. And I think, you know, this is like the decade that, you know, that this is going to be the time where we can do that and share that. And what better timing for your book to be coming out here at the start of uh, 2020 in this new decade. So uh, this no, is it, great. It's piece. like we we, yeah. we need to individually and collectively develop a new 2020 yeah. vision of to move forward in the future because what was no longer is and won't be. Yeah. The changes we are currently seeing is just the beginning of the most radical decade we've ever seen. Yeah. I want to let the people know where can they when when's the projectors? We only have about a minute and a half till the end of the show, and I want to let people know where to find you, but yes, also uh, where they can get their hands on those books. Uh, yeah, turning gray to great comes out uh, June fifteenth. Will be available on Amazon. For more information, please visit my website www.workthefuture.today. Workthefuture.today. And where, what else could where people can find out more information about you and what you're up to? People can follow me on Twitter. My handle is Brand Guru. And I also uh, have a profile on LinkedIn. Whitney Vosberg. I, uh, again, I want to thank you, Whitney, for taking the time to be on the show today with your busy schedule. We, I mean, just a wealth of wisdom you shared today. I cannot wait personally to uh, listen to the show on demand later. Again, we encourage you, those that joined us halfway through or towards the end, to listen to the show in its entirety. And again, we encourage you to check out and, and connect with Whitney on LinkedIn or Twitter. Uh, make sure to check out his books. Again, Work the Future Today and the new one coming out June 15th. Turning Gray into Great, again, on Amazon. And again, we want to thank you listeners each and every week joining us the Sustainable Success Way, because without you, we wouldn't be where we are today, because this show is about you. It's about making a difference and helping you to find a way to take your business and personal life to another level, finding that harmony in work and life, and doing what's right to make an impact in our changing world or our radical world that Whitney mentioned here Uh, towards the end of the show. With that being said, uh, we want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, We wish you a successful rest of your day. Uh, We'll be back next Thursday with another guest. And again, for now, have a great day and talk soon. Thank you for tuning in to Sustainable Success. Be sure to join Chris Salem and his guests every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Have an incredible week.